because you're doing it all wrong. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? I know what you're thinking, Bunk. You're thinking that he fired six shots or only five. You could ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? I'm Batman. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Alrighty then. Excellent! To be or not to be. Not to be. Hello and welcome back to Cut the Reel. Thanks for joining us and enjoying our movie entertainment and... Don't lie, we just made you listen to it. <laughs> That's true. And uh, today with me is... Jay Mick. When aren't you with me? I don't know. Soon, I hope. I, I want some alone time when I gotta go take a shower at least. I like watching. Anywho. Um, alrighty, folks. Uh, as we said, this is list. This is, uh, you're listening to Cut the Reel, and, uh, today we're going to talk movies and more movies and, uh... Oh, maybe some more movies. Yeah. Possibly, possibly, possibly. Great. All right. Uh, let's start off by going off with the box office. Uh, number one, no surprise, once again, is The Dark Knight Rises at making another $62 million, put in total gross at $287 million, still nowhere near the Avengers. Never will touch Avengers. I mean... It's more realistic, it's an awesome flick, but I think the fact that you get to see so many childhood characters all fighting side by side, making jokes... Yeah, the Avengers is near source material. Like, it's the closest thing to source material than any other comic book movie out there. It's like watching a live-action cartoon. Damn right. Uh, Alright, number two, uh, going with Ice Age Continental Drift, making another $13 million, putting its total gross at $114 million. Is that the third or fourth movie in that series? I think it's the fourth. That's what I was hearing. I was like, wait, did I miss a movie? Because I like those movies. They're all right. I mean, I think they're kind of getting to the point where it's kind of like, you know, are we done yet? Well, Ray I Romano mean, needs the money. And Ray Romano, Dennis Leary. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, uh, what is that, the uh, fire station uh, show, show is yeah, no longer on. Uh, Alright, um, then at number three, we have the film that we will be featuring today, The Watch, making $12 million. Uh, It was actually, uh, only budget was $68 million, so they're looking at a pretty good revenue right there. Wait, how much did it make? Oh, wait, no, they didn't. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, like, hold on. I was looking at, I was looking at, um... Like, did I miss a hundred in Sorry, I, I skipped down the page, and, uh, I was looking down at, uh, Magic Mike... But I'll get to that one in a second. I bet you were looking at Magic Mike. Ah, shut up. Uh, all right, number four, we have Step Up Revolution. Yes, there is another dancing movie. Those are good movies. Don't knock that movie. I enjoy them. Okay, whatever. They made $11 million. Their That's budget was awesome. at $33 million. Oh, God, I hope they make it. That suck. Uh, number four, which is kind of going to put a... We'll talk about later also in this episode. Uh, number four... Um... Number five, actually, sorry, lost count, is Ted, making another $7 million, putting his total gross at $193 million. They're looking at a really uh, far away uh, budget. I mean, theirs was uh, $50 million. Oh, really? Wow, go him. See, Seth, anything fucking Seth MacFarlane does is fucking great. Uh, yeah, because he's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's, he, I actually watched his, uh, uh, he did a, 
old timey's fifties Frank Sinatra show where he was oh, just yeah, yeah. singing and talking. Yeah, like, he's it, totally really in the show good. tunes and uh, old so good old singing. All right, number six, we have the Amazing Spider-Man making another six million, putting his total gross at two hundred and forty-one million. No, ah, it's not mine. Uh, all right, folks. Sorry about that. Um, number seven, we have Disney's Brave making another four million, setting its total gross to two hundred and seventeen million. Number eight, we have Magic Mike, which we. Which uh, made Corey another has seen t- three times. Which made another two million, which put his total gross at a hundred and seven million, which their budget was only seven million. Really? Yes. Wow. So they made a a hundred million dollars on this movie profit. The funny thing is, is Channing Tatum wrote that movie, and there's going to be a sequel, and he produced that movie, so that's all his, Alrighty, except yeah. for what he has to pay out. That's. He's a smart young motherfucker. I, I have a feeling he's got, probably gonna if he does works. I his hope shit, that's right? the reason why he's not in the new GI Joe movie. He's in there. They show him for a minute. He just gets killed. Yeah, well, he hopefully he died. doesn't get killed. They're <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! All right, number nine, we got Savages making another million. Forty-three million is its total. Um, we got Moonrise Kingdom coming in tenth once again. For another million, putting his total at thirty-eight million. You need more pep in your voice. You don't sound happy. I'm stuck you're here talk- with you. Why would well, I be happy? Talk- you, you, you wanted to do this today. I know. Oh. Like you should. You're talking about movies. You should be happy. Hell, you talked about your favorite movie, Magic Mike. That should put a big smile on your face. <laughs> what a what an asshole. <laughs> Quit stealing Audie's line, you dick. <laughs> the fuck kind of shit is that? What, he's not here? He left it on the shelf, so I picked it up today. Yeah, okay. Alright. Alright, folks, uh let's let's get into some uh previews that we've all, all been seeing lately and talk about some uh movies that might be interesting to you or at least interesting to us because you know, we're the we host. Matter. We yeah. we could, you know, talk about what we want. Uh and number you will listen. Number one on uh, my list uh, that I just saw the preview for, well, the second time, is Hit and Run. Oh, it looks great. Looks and this hilarious. is starring Dax Shepard, Kristen Bell, and Bradley Cooper with the amazing, I say amazing because I like him in everything he does as a supporting actor, Tom Arnold. Really? Wait. Tom Arnold really? is hilarious. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Dude, Cradle to like the that Grave the in, movie, didn't he, you? in True, uh, True Lies. He's always hilarious. He was good in Cradle to the Grave. In, in True Lies. He was Arnold's partner. I mean, he was always there, and he's just always making jokes, and he's just the guy that brings you whatever you need. That's, yeah, but really? Tom, Tom Arnold, Arnold is amazing. Does that mean you like that Stupids movie or whatever the fuck it was called? It was uh, It was called The Stupids. It's uh, about a family of fucking Tom Arnold was the dad. and I don't think i actually seen that one. Oh, Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. He's good in Jingle All the Way. I'll give you that. He wasn't in Jingle All the Way. Oh, no. Sinbad. That was no, he Phil was a... Hartman. No, there was someone in Jingle All the Way. I thought he was in it. No. Really? What am I Phil thinking? Hartman was the neighbor. What? No, what's the... And then there was Sinbad. Oh, no. I'm thinking of the movie he did with um, the dude from Rick Moranis, where he, he was a bully to him in the, as a kid, and then he was a shop teacher as an adult. And then Rick Moranis was a teacher as well and came back to that school. 
I know I'm really off topic. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a really, really good movie. You know there's this thing called IMBD. Yeah, I know. Hold on. <laughs> look it up. If you're going to make the reference, you got to do the work yeah, to find it. Fine. Good thing it's on All right, phone. anywho, uh, to me, this looks very funny. Uh, it's an action chase scene movie. Uh, it's about Dak Shepard's a getaway driver who actually flipped and turned in uh, Bradley Cooper and hid the money from a bank robbery. And uh, Dax moved on with his life, and he goes into witness protection. And uh, Tom Arnold's actually his witness protector, case manager, officer guy. Um, let's see. Bradley Cooper gets out, and he wants his money back. So then he starts chasing uh, Dax Shepard for his money. And it just looks really comical. And um, Michael Rosenbaum's in it. Yeah, I found and- it. It's Big Bully. <laughs> it came out in 1996. So, yeah. 96. Okay, 96. so I was 11. I was looking at his filmography, and it's really... Uh, he did a Miss Spider Sunday patch episode or movie thing voice for a kid's show. That's weird to me. And he did it fairly recently, and that kind of confuses me, because he's Rick Moranis, you know? Like, he, he shouldn't be doing that. You should be better off. That's weird, that. too, considering he's, like, retired... Yeah, like he has 2003 stuff. Oh, the last one he did was in 2006, Brother Bear 2. Okay. <laughs> Rick Moranis, get off your ass and get into Ghostbusters. Yes! We need to see Ghostbusters! Bill Murray, get your ass in there too. Quit yeah, quit being a little bitch. bitch. Alright, um... So that hit and run looks pretty comical to me. I don't know about you. Oh yeah, guys. it looks fucking funny as hell. I mean, it kind of seemed to me like it was like a Dukes of Hazards type feel to it, with the chase scenes that you see, and then the comedy within it, with a little bit of Grand Theft Parsons in it. Yeah, yeah, I, that, that's it. Looks really good. It, it looks like Joe Dirt meets Grand Theft Parsons. Like, kind of feel how how it looks like it's filmed. Yeah, yeah. But it looks fucking funny. And Michael Rosenbaum, I love Michael Rosenbaum. He's fucking great. I watched Sorority Boys just for him. <laughs> as gay as that sounds yeah o- only weird. you I like seeing him dressed up as a woman is that weird <laughs> well he was a wig yeah well either way he always looks like he's wearing a wig yeah, you should he- be bald you're Lex Luthor just accept it damn it <laughs> alright uh, let's talk about G.I. Joe oh fuck yeah fuck yeah I-, I know it's not really source material but it's an epic fucking movie nevertheless uh, like we mentioned just a minute ago, I mean, if they kill off all the cast that just was in the first one, yeah, it's kind of dumb. Can't do that. You can't kill Duke. You can't kill Duke. If I mean, like- if they're all faking that they're dead in order for these guys to go out and do their mission, that's cool. But, and then they all come back for the the third movie, because there's going to be three. Yeah. Um, then that's cool with me, but if they just kill them off, I mean, that's just dumb. Well, the thing is, though, it's like... You can't, just because you're putting Bruce Willis and The Rock in the movie doesn't mean that you have to kill off all the rest of the cast. I know they're probably expensive to pay to be in your movie, but either way, you don't have to get rid of everybody else just, just for them. You just dumb them down and don't put them in as much so that we don't have to pay them as much because they're not in it as much. Exactly. Like, don't get me wrong, I love fucking Bruce Willis, but I, I'd really like to see the original cast. I really want to see my live-action fucking G.I. Joe. I wonder if uh, Brandon... Um... Uh, Jesus, I just totally forgot his name. The Mummy. Brendan Fraser. Oh, Brendan Fraser. 
is going to be in it again and have a little cameo after he begged the director to be in it because it was the same director that did the Mummy movies. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of cool seeing him, even though he's uncredited in the credits. Like, it's, oh, hey. Because it just had, like, an array of uh, stars in there. Which, speaking of array of stars, I mean, Marlon Wayans, that has to have been his highest gross movie he's made. Ever. I mean... Ever. Short of maybe... White Girls. Maybe uh, Scary, scary movie. movie 2. That, might I mean, be, that, that was the best probably one. Probably because you got, like, the people coming back to see because the, they yeah. like, laughed at the first one, even though I don't think Scary Movie 2 was as good as the first one. It, I think Scary Movie 2 was better than the first yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know. A lot I don't better. Know. That fucking I mean, giant pot plant smoking the fucking smoky, that, that's fucking... Or, or the ghost that's starting to, like, you know... Oh, plus that fucking white girl with the big titties. God. Everything always has to come down to that with you. Damn right it does. Simple man. I'm I figured you'd man. be going for the uh, the clown that had the giant penis that wrapped that around was awesome. uh, Sean's I neck. <laughs> I, I rewind that every time. Or um, oh, I forgot that guy's name. Uh, the one with the glasses and David the wheelchair. Cross. He's yeah. a great comedian. I love David. He's Cross. funny. And then when he's like, "No, get out of here! I can do it myself." <laughs> so yeah. Um, then the GI Joe. I mean, the fight scenes look awesome. With they're doing the repelling scene with Snake oh, Eyes. Yeah. And they're fighting all the other ninjas. Storm and they, Shadow and Snake Eyes, all those battles need to be epic. Because in the show and in the comic books, and, well, whatever ones that we did as kids, were epic of that stature. And we want to see that. And you have the ability, and they were smart enough to do it. Like, who the fuck wouldn't want to see two ninjas fighting on the side of a mountain? I mean, it's something that I can't remember that being in a movie before. No, never. Never, ever, ever. I mean, there's been fight scenes on the mountain, but not ninjas. Sword fighting that I can remember. Yeah. Especially not Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Like, and then, I mean, The Rock, you got Rock in there as, um... Uh, fuck. Rampage. No, it's not no. Rampage. It's uh, Roadblock. 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 Sounds like Roadhouse. I don't know. They all had, like, weird names. Tunnel Rat and fucking... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it's gonna be a good movie. Yeah. Did you ever watch that G.I. Joe, the newer G.I. Joe cartoon? No. It's really good. Like, it's a good... I don't know. I guess, well, I saw a couple of episodes. Like, they're on the run from the government yeah. or something. Like, it pretty much takes off of the movie or something. Yeah, it's very A-team. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Bruce Willis, let's talk about another epic, epic action movie that's coming out with him in there. Looper? Expendables 2. Oh, I was thinking Looper. Sorry. Boy, he's in a lot of shit this summer, isn't he? Yeah. Wow, go him. He has to make up for being in Cop Out. And Sarah... And the Cop Out was the <laughs> shit. Sarah, no, I love that Sarah movie. Gets, everyone a... everyone that dogged on it was dumb. Like, you guys are a bunch of idiots. It's you didn't understand it. It's a cop movie. Yeah, I mean, it's... It was... You got the... I've seen like Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis please. action, you know... The comedy and the action mixed together. I like when he's saying the lines and he says his line. And he's like, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so we got Expendables 2. Testosterone for two hours. Pure testosterone. I mean, there we got Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Mickey Lundgren. Lundgren, there you go. Mickey Rourke. Terry Crews, Jet Li, Liam Hemsworth, Jason Statham, Chuck Norris, and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Now, on this list, they put Chuck Norris second to last. He should be 
at the top. No, he should be dead last. No, he shouldn't no. be in it because he's a douchebag. This movie's gonna get millions of viewers just because of Chuck Norris. It's oh, been so fuck. long since people have seen him. Fuck Chuck Norris. Yeah, it's because he sucks. That's why. It comes out August 17th, and I definitely, for one, will be there. It's right after payday. I will be there. Are you going to midnight release? No. No. I am not go. I will not go to a midnight release anymore because there is just so many dumb people that go, and it's just too crowded. People don't silence their phones. They text all the fucking time. Well, they tweet all the time. Theaters, man. I go to the same ones you go to. I don't ever have those problems. I guess God just doesn't like you. Friggin', I can't see a movie peacefully without some stupid snot-nosed kid crying. Even though it's fucking midnight, he should be home. It's a goddamn school night on a Thursday. Well, you just got bad luck, <sighs> sir. I'm sorry. I've never had those experiences at the theater I go to. Ever. I just hate people. So do I, but I still go. I hate people more than you do. I just hate dumb people. I mean, it's just... I hate all people. All of you. They don't quiet their kids up. They don't leave. And then you got the ones that try to think they're cool and make jokes and stuff. And they're just not. And they're more annoying. You realize you're usually bigger than most people. You smack them in the side of their head. That's what you do. Yeah, but then Be I lose man. my... Then I lose all feeling of being in the movie by kicking someone's ass. It's just like takes away from the movie. I'm if I can go stunned, get my money so back, then I'm cool with that. I'm stoned. I'm willing to just smack someone in the head and go back to enjoy my movie. So we just talked about Expendables 2, which in this one, I mean, everyone's coming back. And um, in this one, it seems like uh, Sylvester Stallone and uh, Jason Statham enlist. Are so lost? Because I'm fucking taking in the whiff of your fucking medical oh, grade. Oh, don't, don't, don't blame my <laughs> medical grade. It's just sitting, it's like a smoking gun. It's just sitting there wafting out of the freaking purple dinosaur that you call no, Dino. No, that Dino's the, the uh, two foot one. This is uh, my purple bong saber. Yeah. <sighs> I just don't even know anymore. Audie, where the hell are you? I need anchorship. I need. Somebody here to bring it back to Earth, and I'm you're useful. not here. I'm useful. You're the one that keeps cutting off. It's because you keep freaking... Oh, do I even get away from the thing. <laughs> Don't be such a whiner. Let's talk about August 10th, The Bourne Legacy. Oh, oh. I don't know. I, I really liked Matt Damon in those. Well, he's still supposed. I mean, they show a picture of him in the. Yeah, picture. but we don't know if he's going to be in it or not. I mean, Aaron Cross, Jeremy Renner. I think he's going to be. Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye. Hawkeye, motherfucking. Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner is like skyrocketed from being what a Stockton boy. Yeah, Modesto. Was it Stockton or Modesto? Stockton. I think it's Stockton. I mean, he's skyrocketed. I mean, he's in the Avengers, the highest, third highest grossed movie in history. For what it goes, Titanic, Avatar, Avengers. Yeah, I think so. Then Dark Knight. Not Rises, but Dark Knight. I think Dark Knight, yeah, is like fourth or fifth. Yeah, that should be that should be the one um, in my eyes. Uh, we I got Titanic. Edward Norton, who's joining the cast of the Bourne movies. Uh, Edward Norton's a phenomenal actor. I don't know what the hell you're making faces no, at, sir. I, I, I do like him too, but I don't like him as a villain, like I, in the Italian Job. Yeah, he just doesn't. He makes a better good in the Twenty Fifth Hour. 
I don't know. I think with his like uh, stature He's and, a great and intelligence, actor, like the way he puts himself off out there, he could he he makes a good villain because he's kind of quippy when it comes to some things. Yeah, I just I. I mean, and, and technically, I mean, he, I understand they're villains, but then all again, it's really just well. I mean, you get in the government aspect of it, where all governors are vi- governor uh, governments a villain, but uh, the fact fuck that the government, the fact that. Uh, you know, he's they're training these soldiers, and then it backfires, and now they're being targeted by the soldiers that they were trained. Yeah. It just goes to show you, you know, don't fuck with people. Yeah. I mean, in this one, they reference that um, he is, uh, like, injected and, like, enhanced. Yeah. They're and, saying that they were doing gene manipulation and shit like that. See, this is the thing, though. Like, I read the books. That's why I like the Bourne movies so much. But now this one isn't a book. So this is just now being Hollywood written. I thought The Bourne Legacy was one of the original titles. Yeah, it is, but it's not this. This isn't a book anymore. This storyline... Because I remember when they were doing The Bourne Ultimatum, that the original word was that the next movie was going to be Bourne Legacy. Yeah. And then they changed it to The Bourne Ultimatum. Yeah. So. And it sucks. It's stupid. <laughs> like, if they come out with a book, and the book is good, then yeah, disco. But there's no book. And they're talking about making another one after this one, too. Well, I mean, I don't get why not. I mean, it's still... I mean, with Aaron Cross being the next character, I mean, if they still tie it in with the actual... Have Matt Damon come in there a few times, why can't they just spin off the uh, the storyline, <clears throat> but with just another character? Yeah, I agree. I, although, how do you feel about movies having sequels that shouldn't really have sequels? Well, okay, let's, let's, let's bring this up in freaking Total Recall. The first one... That's a reboot, though, not a sequel. It doesn't... Why, no, my question is, why not keep it as a sequel in the sense that... Uh, it's a new experience. Oh, crap, what's the guy's name? Bullseye. Oh, uh, Col- Colin, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Uh, he, in this movie, is playing Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Yeah. Why can't... Why mess with the continuity of the original movie and there's no Mars in it whatsoever... Why do they gotta fuck with that shit? I mean, the first one was awesome and epic. Yeah. Get your last to Mars, you know? Friggin'. <laughs> and then he reaches up and pulls out the tracking device out of I his love nose. That. The big old fucking marble. I know, it's like, dude, nose. okay, that would just like break your na- nasal uh-huh. cavity. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so, why can't they just have the movie be Total Recall, but another character that's living through the recall program that was also fucked with in the head and taken out of the government? And basically you know, another just, story. Another storyline, but still have a total recall and then still have Arnold Schwarzenegger, like the original, you know, he could just be like living a normal life now that he's back on Earth or whatever. Yeah. You know, it doesn't even have to be bringing in a Mars aspect in the new one still, just still have it on Earth, but I more. I don't know if I like the uh, concept of putting in Mars, though. I like, I kind of like the fact that they, uh, they, uh, the whole movie was predicated on getting to Mars. What the fuck is this one about? It's just a typical freaking uh, Harrison Ford and, and uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Blade Runner. No. Oh, sorry. I I just think of Blade Runner because I saw. I watched. See, it. now that we're actually recording this, I can't think of shit because my mind's like, "Oh, you guys are listening. Don't fuck up." Well, you're gonna fuck up. Um. Get lost in yourself, man. It happens. It happens. Uh, uh, the Fugitive. All it is is a fugitive um, movie. Yeah. It's just freaking. He's at. He's in the water tower and he's going to jump off the bridge. And I don't think blah. I ever fully watched The Fugitive. 
you need to watch The Fugitive and then the sequel, U.S. Marshal. I've seen U.S. Marshals, but I don't. I don't think I've seen The Fugitive with Iron Man. With Iron Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a bad guy. I liked. I liked uh, him best in a uh, uh, Woody Harrelson movie. Um, Juliet Lewis. Damn it. I don't know. I am the idiot. <laughs> I watched it the other day. God damn it. I have no idea. Anywho, we're moving on. Uh, so the born, you know, total recall. Natural born killers. <laughs> there we go. Natural born killers. Tom Lee Jones was also in that one. Oh, right on. Um, now that's a great fucking movie. See, I, I, I don't know. I just think that they could... Instead of rebooting everything that's done in the past... Yeah, come up with something new. Something new, or at least continue the same title and tie in stuff to the original one, but make it a new story. Yeah, exactly. Don't copy the same shit that happened. I mean, they have... In this one, in the previews that you see, he goes to the Total Recall place, the recall place, and, you know, they try to zap his brain, and then he, like, comes out and, you know, kills everyone in the... that All the military people that run in and everything. Yeah. I mean... They they still still have like his friend that was like at his normal job or whatever come in and try to tell him, dude, you're still in recall. This is a dream or whatever. She's lying to you and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of aspects in the first one where they pretty much copy scene for scene, but it's just not the same movie. Yeah, but I don't know how I feel about them copying scene for scene. That really bugs me in some aspects. Like. If you're making a new movie and you're making it a big deal about making it a new movie, make it a new movie. Don't do not do too much that gives praise to the original. Do something. Throw in the three-boob chick. That's fine. That is in yeah, there, yeah. yeah. They showed that. I, I saw her. Well, you didn't get to see her yet. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, and I hope this time it looks more real. Yeah. Because the other ones were kind of just like... Plastered? <laughs> Oh yeah, heaven forbid. It like, look all, like, looked like it was made out of Play-Doh or something. Oh, this is going to be loud. I wish I could say that was beer, folks, but... I don't drink. I smoke. Sorry. It's still green, though. Yeah, it's green. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, baby. Alright, what other previews did you want to talk about? Looper. Looper. I really want to talk about Looper. I think Looper is going to be a groundbreaking movie like Inception was. The concept is cool. I mean... I like the concept, but then you just... You gotta think... I mean, if you... It's one of those movies where if you start thinking... Outside of it, though, so the future sends people they want to kill to the past to a hitman. Yeah, in a select area. Okay. And every hitman eventually is get sent themselves in the future. Eventually, it's what it seems to be. Okay. So if you, if the future you kills the past you and survives, then the future you still gets to live his life. But if the past you kills the future you, you only get to live up to that point of your life when you before you get sent back in time, right? Right. But my thought process, because I've actually been thinking about this. That's why I was letting you do it, because that's the exact same thought I was having. If you kill yourself, that gives you the opportunity to change your life so that ha- doesn't happen. You could get out of the business. You could do something else. Find a way out of it instead of letting that but happen. But you've already been in the business and killed people in the past, so, I mean... Yeah, but maybe there's something else. Maybe there's a way out of it so you don't end up that way. And he knows that now, and he can try to fix that. See, when you mess all... with the space-time continuum, I mean, what, what, what happened with that whole 
you and your future or past you can't exist in the same time frame and well, they show something on that, that you can't get too close because uh, one of them did uh, a chick and another chick, and they ex- like fucking sonic boom around each other and threw each other back away from each other. So I think that's what happens when you get. Did to- they die? I don't know. It was in the preview. I just saw that. That was my my thought process of that. Where's your it- sneak passes, sir? Why don't you have a hookup so we can go see movies before they come out? You're right. I should probably try that, huh? Well, fuck you. You're Mr. Connections. <laughs> Where are your fucking connections? Now you invite me anyways, dick. Well, if I make some connections to where we can go see movies in advance, then I'll let you know. Yeah, right. I might just want to go by myself and not deal with a crying baby next to me. I don't cry. I'm stoned the whole time, so I'm good. Leave me alone. Um, some soppy moment will come up and you'll okay oh. that's fuck you and that's really oh, personal the notebook you, hey hey that's going too far asshole I love the notebook don't knock my notebook and I have emotions I'm a man but I still feel okay uh, you, you, I used to be a wall and now I'm a free little butterfly leave me alone damn it <laughs> at least at least you're not a peacock let me fly, Captain! Why don't you let me fly? I'm a peacock! You gotta let me fly! It's because peacocks don't fly. I did it at the end of that movie. Ha 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 Anyways. So, alright, let's 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 dive into the watch. Now, my biggest problem with the watch was the fact that they had to change the title because of the whole stupid George Zimmerman bullshit. Now, sure, it's sad that, you know, a kid got shot and killed unjustly or justly, depending on whatever story you believe, because there's still two sides to it, and half the people still believe that the kid was attacking George, and then the other half believe that George was just an overbearing wannabe cop and shot the kid. But the fact that you went out and changed the whole movie title and pushed it back for so long. It was just retarded because there was no correlation. Well, go You're about for being PC, but don't be a douchebag. I mean, the, the watch is about a bunch of suburban dads. Well, uh, two of them were fathers. Uh, ben Stiller spoiler and Vince Vaughn. Alerts, apparently. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. You don't like this. Go away. But then come back another day after you've seen it. What? <laughs> what? We should make that like a little segment thing that we could just put in there. What? Spoilers! We'll be like, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you don't like it, go the fuck away. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, basically, what happens is Ben Stiller is a Costco manager. Works at Costco, and his night security guard ends up being murdered. Bum, and, bum, bum. And he shows up, and he sees the body, and it, and it literally looks like the whole body has been pulled out of his skin and the skin's just laying there. Kind of like in Men in Black when uh, the alien came down and ate the one dude and you just see the rubber skin thrown up there, kind of. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because the alien was going to take their body and everything. Take their skin to wear it and blend in. Um, So, what happened was Ben Stiller gets all freaked out and he's kind of like I'm going to find the killer because this was my friend. And he's like the happy-go-lucky guy that everyone likes to go hang out with because he's starting all these clubs and everything. And um, 
And while they show him in Costco, they first blip, they have... This is one thing I wanted to bring up. I wanted to ask. What is Vince Vaughn's deal in technology? Every single movie. Every single movie he is in. He's either got talk about big screen TVs, Xbox and PlayStation. He's always an electronic salesman or something. I mean, the first scene they show him, he's buying a 3D TV in Costco. Maybe he has stock in whatever. Like, maybe we should look closely, see if it's a specific brand. If it's a specific brand, maybe he's being sponsored by them or he has stock in it. I mean, it's just one of those, I mean, it's one of those character things that reoccurs in every single movie that he does. There's always something technological that he's involved with either. That's why I think video cameras or that's why he should have been in the 40 year old version because it was based in a fucking technology store. Yeah, I mean, this isn't the first time Vince Dillon and Vince Vaughn work together, of course. Um, So what happens was um, Ben Stiller goes to a high school football game and makes an announcement that he's forming a neighborhood watch and he's going to find the killer and bring him to justice. So that's when Vince Vaughn shows up. That's when Jonah Hill shows up. And that's when uh, Richard Ayode. I don't know how to say his last name. That British guy or whatever. Yeah, I haven't really heard of this guy that much. I know he has a new show coming out produced by Chris Rock and everything. But I haven't heard of him much and seen him much in anything. They did an interview with him on uh, Attack of the Show. Uh, he was very awkward and quiet and didn't really want to talk. They were promoting the watch, actually. So. Right on. But he just seemed really quiet and didn't know really what to do. And he's not much of an actor, apparently, or something like that. Uh, so they come to Ben Stiller's house and they're talking about... He has like all this storyboards and... Uh, Neighborhood watch packets, and he's giving them out. And then Vin, uh, Vince Vaughn goes, "Hey, I got like big screen TVs and everything over at my place." So they go to his place and they start drinking. They all kind of make it like a joke and everything. And then uh, what happens is they go out on patrol, and while they're patrolling, they're driving around and they hit something. And this is one thing that I kind of thought was uh, weird—well, not weird, but like kind of out of their character. They were really making more reference to, like, cum Every and more dirty day? jokes. Really? Yeah, it kind of seemed like they were kind of going for, uh, like, a Ted motif. The raunchy laughs? The raunchy laughs, because we all know that the, oh, this over this summer, Ted was the curve for all comedies. Oh, I know why it's so raunchy like that. Because also what came out was Project X when it was supposed to come out. And that was another raunchy comedy. Project X? Yeah, it's a party movie that's... Oh, yeah, sex. okay. Yeah, but I know it, what you're talking about. It was about. the raunchy comedy of that point in time when that Zimmerman crap happened. So maybe that's what they were going to be fighting against. Maybe that's why they were so dirty. Yeah, because they hit an alien, but they, they're, you know, they're, they, they're too dumb to realize. They don't think it's an alien, so they're like, Oh, you hit an, an Asian sushi delivery guy, and that squid hanging on the, the bumper... Because there's like little tentacles or whatever from the alien, and uh, was there actually an alien? Is there actually an alien? Yes, there. Spoilers. There's aliens. What the fuck? Why would you want like? Because the aliens are coming down to invade the Earth, and they're starting in this nice little haven of their town. It was it was a good movie. I mean, Redbox. No, it was funny. I'm I'm Dude, saying it's a science fiction comedy Wait, movie. Who cares? Justin TV. That that that's that's JTV. 
I've seen The Dark Knight Rises three times because of that. <laughs> oh, I can't find him right now. Who is that military sergeant that's always... Oh, he's in everything. Everything. Uh, the old guy. I don't know his name. I can't find him on the, the casting list. Maybe he's Is one he of, in that, though? Yeah, he he's this homeowner who they hit uh, the alien in front of their home, and he comes out with a shotgun... And he's, like, yelling at them to get off his property and everything. And that's when they look down and they find this little orb that everyone's seen in the commercial where they shoot this giant laser out of. And, well, they steal the orb and go back. Um, They get a call later from the same guy. And he's, like, because they've been posting uh, flyers around Neighborhood Watch and everything. They get a a call from the guy. And he's, like, are you assholes on my roof? And they're, like, no. And so... Are you assholes on my roof? <laughs> and so they come out there and find out that he's been killed and eaten, except for his skin, and the alien's right there, and that's when you get Ben Stiller's first interaction with the alien, and they have a scuffle, and they knock him out, and they bring him back to Vince Vaughn's house, and they think he's dead and everything, so they start doing all those photo ops with the alien, and you know, acting like they're fucking him, and then making it look like he's blowing him. See, that gets, they aren't those kind of guys. I don't know why they're trying to go for the fucking gag laugh. That's not really uh It was pretty hilarious, though. I mean... Yeah, but I don't see him as doing it. The last time he did cum comedy was fucking... Something uh, about Mary? Something about Mary, when, yeah. And even then, he really wasn't like, you know... <laughs> he really wasn't, you know, like on the forefront of that. I mean, it was kind of just like, oh, is that hair gel? Yeah, and then she had it the whole time. So, they, like, they're fucking around with the alien. The alien wakes up, and then uh, the alien grabs the ball. And right before he escapes, he goes, we're already among us, or among you. So, they right then and now get that the aliens are among them, and that they're killing the people and wearing their skin. Bum, bum, bum. So I mean, there's some, there's some like good story writing into it. I mean, there's some like break slower p- breakdown parts in between. This sounds so stupid to me. It's hilarious, dude. Half the funny movies are stupid. No, I I I have a good sense about movies, and I really don't think this one. I could be wrong, and I will watch it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna go to theaters and see it from the sounds of the synopsis. But so what happens at one point? Um, they're on the stakeout, and he just gets his new neighbor across the street, and he's, like, totally up front, and, like, because Ben Siller has a men's health magazine, and it goes to the wrong house. And so the guy brings it over, and he's like, you have wonderful skin, and you, you look very fit. You work out, and you get the impression that he's either gay or an alien. and or so gay alien. <laughs> and so he's, he's inviting him over to the house and everything, but Ben Siller's, no, I gotta go in. Uh, so while they go invest investigate the guy's house because he's saying he has his party going on they're outside the window looking around and everything well vince vaughn keeps checking he has a daughter in the movie he's like 16 or something and he's they're arguing like a typical father daughter you know it's like who are you going with blah blah blah. well you know she's a slut you don't need to go out with her and everything and so he gets he he always stalks her facebook and he catches that she's going to this party and that the, the parents most likely won't be at this party so you get this real Uncle Buck feel to it. And this is what I thought was going to be cool because he goes to the party and he's searching for his daughter and Jonah Hill goes with him. And Jonah Hill is like supposed to be this badass who was tried out for the police academy and then failed or whatever to become a sheriff. And he 
And once he passes, then you go watch 21 Jump Street, <laughs> and then you're set. Uh, so, <laughs> that was pretty loud. I know, but what was that about? I was, <laughs> I heard the ch- Oh, I heard your beard hit that, and it scared the shit out of me. Made me jump. That's why I didn't take my hit. So, Vince Vonga shows up at the party, and the daughter's in this room with the boy, with this supposed boyfriend or whatever, who's like the Joe Cool, supposedly he has a big penis because they reference him buying Magnum condoms at the Costco. Did you really just say Joe Cool? <laughs> God, you're so unhip. Just saying. Just saying. What? It's cool to be unhip. You're hip if you're unhip. It's hip to be a square. So he's like on top of her and she's saying no and he's like forcing. And then Vince Vaughn finally breaks in and like I'm hoping for like an Uncle Buck scene where he pulls out like a shotgun or because he says he's a construction worker. Why not pull out a giant drill like an Uncle Buck or something, you know, to intimidate him. Uncle Buck reboot Vince Vaughn. No. Come on. You'd like to see it. Vince Vaughn's not big enough. He doesn't have to be big. Although Does Colin he, Farrell look although, like although, although he was in uh, the breakup, he was a bowler. Uncle Buck is a bowler. He's a bowler. Could be. That's credentials. So he gets his daughter and they're leaving, and then the dude comes out and kicks his ass and throws him through the front door. Throws nice. Vince Vaughn throughout the front door. And Jonah Hill looks out like this switchblade and goes, You don't mess with Bob. No one messes with my friend Bob. And he's like waving the knife at people and then he just walks out with them and they leave. Well, it turns out while these guys are investigating the house, what's really going on is he's just a normal, weird, eccentric dude because he's hosting orgy parties down in his basement. So he's not a Galian. No, he's just trying to get Ben Stiller over because, you know, he has a good body. He's into having a good orgy or whatever. And so what's hilarious about that, there's one scene where you get like, you know, two dudes on one girl or, you know, one guy. Oh, they show the shit? They, they don't like show too much into it, but they show like, you know, topless girls and stuff. And then there's one scene where there's three, bo- three like 19 year olds, it looks like, circle jerking each other. going like, dude, this is a great party. And then they go, okay, let's switch. And then they switch hands and they start jerking the other person off. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Funny to see, but because you just haven't seen that. Because Corey, Corey, well, she was in a fucking uh, uh, circle jerk himself. No. Yes, you do. Don't lie. You look like you would enjoy it. No. You do. No. No. You want you're, some, you're the you're the magic mic guy around yeah, here. You, you want your, some syrup in your beard and shit? No. It'd be good. So what happens then is he realizes they're not an alien, and then what ha- after that uh, the. The Richard Ayod, I still can't pronounce his name. Jamarcus is his character's name. Spoilers, 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 reveals he's an alien. Goddamn British people. (laughs) He cuts his hand open and green ooze slimes out. And he tells them, I know where they are this whole time. They're at the Costco and everything. And basically they're like, it looks like Queen wanted to chime in. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. That, that's my, she. She my didn't advice. like this plot twist either. That must mean the lovely Iris is home. But yeah, she she didn't like the plot twist. So, what's funny about this? I mean, I think maybe where this is coming from a lot, the like whole outside of their framework and like how you know raunchy it is, 
is because Seth Rogen was actually part of the writers, one of the writers in this movie, so maybe that's probably why. Oh yeah, Seth Rogen's fucking great for that shit. I think he did a great job with the Green Hornet. I don't know if yeah. he... Yeah. I, I liked it. I think he could have been a bit more serious in it, though. I agree. I agree, but I think for what it was, it was good. I mean, towards the end, they show him kind of like, you know, seriousing it up, getting a little bit more serious. When he's, like, doing that last action scene, but then he bumbles it and trips it up. I mean, it's kind of cool where it kind of puts most of the focus on Kato because back in the TV show, is all on the Green Hornet, even though Kato did all the work. So he's kind of, like, living up to the montage of Kato being the main hero. Yeah. Because all he did was walk around in a suit and a gas can and just be like, hey, Kato, go get him. I really think that Seth Rogen would be able to... I think he's going to last for a long time in the industry. Like, he, he he's going to go down in history as one of the best kinds of Comedian writers. Comedian actors. Yeah, he, he has to. Like, his writing in general is fucking awesome. Everything he does is fucking great. I haven't really seen anything bad by him. I even liked him in Freaks and Geeks and all that shit. So, back to the watch. Sorry. <laughs> So after he reveals, he's like, "Hey, everyone's at Costco. It's you know we're, we got to hurry, or else they're going to send a a beam with that orb up into space, and then all the aliens are going to come down." So that's when they go to Jonah Hill's house, and they, he kicks open his own house door, and his mom's sitting on the couch, and they all walk up to his room, and they start. He's all flips open his bed, and he goes, "Welcome to the candy shop. Choose your poison or whatever." And then. Uh, they all choose a gun. This is where the one part in the movie that I did not like at all. When they break into the the Costco and start shooting aliens, it's a typical Hollywood movie. You're getting 35 rounds out of a 9mm handgun. Really? I mean, there's no... I mean, and it's funny too because they just start shooting and shooting and shooting. And like, at one point, there's one scene where they actually do show them reloading. But this is, like, after they shot, like, 156 bullets out of a shotgun and a 9mm handgun. (laughs) It's like, okay, now you guys reload? I mean, why can't they be more realistic in that aspect? I mean, sure, you're dealing with aliens. It's science fiction. Not going to be true. But why not just go the extra mile? Just try. It's not hard. you, You have one scene in there where they're reloading, but 15 minutes beforehand, they're just continuously firing. No, no. I mean, the, everyone's seen the seat has seen. Oh, are the they scene. perfect shots too? Like they're all crack sh- like shots. They're, they're pretty good shots, and it's like, I mean, it's not hard. I mean, honestly, I can see where a lot of people are like, you know, shooting all over the place. But I mean, it doesn't take that much to shoot. If anyone with normal common sense can shoot at least semi straight. Yeah, true. I mean, you got a big green alien in front of you. I'm hoping you can at least hit something. Right. Right. So get a shotgun, you can. So. They start shooting, and they're just and Jonah Hill just keeps cocking the shotgun. It's like you can only at max probably hold nine to twelve bullets in there if it's you know a Mossberg twelve gauge whatever. And yet he's just going boom, 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 boom. Like yeah, at least let show him loaded some shells or something. And so and none of them grabbed ammo when they grab him out of his room. They just grab the guns, no ammo. So where are the extra bullets coming from? I don't know. I mean, this is probably just something I'm overanalyzing. I mean, it's Hollywood. It's a movie. But imagination. it's you do it, though. You don't but do it. But it's just one of the only things that irks me about it. And so... What a <clears> word, <throat> irk. <laughs> so they go... They find out that the, the aliens are doing this tunneling underneath the Costco, and they go underneath the Costco. 
God, this movie's still going? Yes. Like, God damn. So they go down into the tunnel, and they find out, and Vince Vaughn's down there, and they all see the kid that was going to bang his daughter, and realize that the kid that was going to bang his daughter is an alien. So that's how he, Vince Vaughn got kicked and thrown out of the room. Like, he was kicked through the front door of this house and down, like, five stairs. Like, that's how you get. Uh, you realize that he's strong and he's an alien. So they start fighting and shooting and everything, and then Vince Vaughn's getting his ass kicked because he's not an action hero. And then what was going on in the other room is Jonah Hill and Ben Stiller trying to get the orb out of this machine that shoots up and sends off the signal. To let the aliens know to come down. And as Ben Stiller climbs this machine to pull it out of the the little uh, holster part of this machine that has the orb. He noticed that there's a huge tunnel with about probably about 60 to 100 some odd more aliens starting to run and come at them. Well that's when uh, Jamarcus comes back and... Dual wielding some nine millimeter Berettas. What? What? And starts shooting, and all of a sudden, well, you don't even see that it's him at first. You just see all these aliens' dicks start blowing up. Dicks. Their dicks start blowing up, like getting shot and dying. And he 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 tells you, oh, well, our only weakness and way to die is if they get shot in the dick. Wow. You know that was Seth Rogen's writing. This is this is. <laughs> that is total Rogen all over it. God. So, they, oh, and when they were in Costco, before they went in and searching through everything, they went to the toy department, and they pulled out these pink, like, Barbie or Hello Kitty walkie-talkies so they can talk to each other, so they don't lose contact. And so they tell Vince Vaughn the only way to kill him is their penis. So, the guy standing over, the alien kid standing on Vince Vaughn's neck, holding him down, Vince Vaughn just reaches up, grabs his dick, and rips it off. Fuck my daughter. And, and, and kills the, the alien. So then they all take off running outside and they use the the orby thing to blow up the building with all the aliens in it. And that's pretty much where the movie comes to an ending. Was there anything after the credits? No, there was nothing after the credits. And the last little scene they did show before the credits, though, they show the daughter going to uh, like prom or some high school dance or something and the new boyfriend standing over her and he leans down and he goes... Is it true that your dad ripped off your last boyfriend's dick? And yeah. she just goes, "Yes." <laughs> and and then he goes, "Oh, I'll have her home by ten thirty. And Vince Vaughn goes, "No, it's okay. You can midnight. I trust you at midnight. You'll be back by midnight. You know, kind of like I trust you. You seem like a cool kid. You're not an alien. But if you're past midnight, I will rip, rip your dick, dick off." <laughs> right on. Right on. Oh man. So it's it's a big Vince Vaughn movie more than is it? Who's more of the star, Vince Vaughn or Ben Stiller? They kind of co, they they co, like run the show. Like the Jamarcus, Richard Ayod, and Jonah Hill are kind of just like the back story, like the helpers. I mean, Richard come the Jamarcus guy comes out and be's more of a play to it at the end when he tells me he's an alien and comes back for him and helps him out. But Jonah Hill was kind of just like there. Yeah, he was just. I mean, that's honestly no offense to him, but he's a greater sidekick than he is a you know up front main actor in the movies he's more like the comedic sidekick you know did you ever see that babysitter movie yeah was it any good not really it was too much trying to be like the babysitter club with 
Jonah Hill, who wasn't that funny in it, because he can't really support a movie himself. He doesn't have the strength in comedy-wise to take on the full project all by himself, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, see, don't get me wrong. I like all every movie he's ever been in. But he's always been with somebody. Yeah. And he hasn't... He can't do it himself. No. And he needs to find himself a happy medium of fat and skinny. I mean, there's one scene in the movie where... Uh, because what happened was when Vince Vaughn left the orgy to go save his daughter, Ben Stiller and him were kind of fighting. Like, no, you need to stay here because this is what's going on. Ben Stiller didn't really... Because they... This I don't get why they wrote this into there. Ben Stiller in this movie is impotent. He's shooting blanks. And they bring this up and he has to tell his wife and everything... And there's this monologue between Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller that she's with you. You need to tell her. It's like one of those like moments where it's like, okay, you're saying be truthful to your significant other. Okay, we get that. Why you're writing this into the story, you know? So, yeah, it seems kind of bullshitty. So they're right after that. The separation of the two team of the teams. Uh, ben Stiller calls him out and says. Like, Hey, you need to either be heading in the game or not in the game at all. And so Ben Stiller's like, I'm going to I'm going to kick you out if you don't, you know, focus or whatever and uh Vince Vaughn's all, "Well, I'll just start my own in the watch." It's like, "You can't." And Vince Stiller's like, "Oh, you can't start a watch." And then Vince Vaughn's like, "You can start a watch if I want to." And then he tells Jonah Hill to come with him, and then Ben Stiller goes, "No." Franklin, you come here. And then he starts whistling at him like a dog. And then Jonah Hill is like trying to fight on which way to go. If he should go with Vince Stiller. That's funny. Or Vince Vaughn. And then Vince Vaughn goes, you want some pudding? You like pudding, right? And then Jonah Hill's like, I'm going to go with him. I mean, it shows right there that Jonah Hill can't be... It's kind, it was kind of funny because it was kind of like making fun of Jonah Hill in the aspect that, okay, which actor can he work best with, best with that he can help support? Yeah, I can see that definitely. That's... I mean, I don't think it was ever written like that, but you can kind of see where that would play into that, you know. And if he ever listens to this and he hasn't come to that realization yet, he's going to sit there and be like, fuck me, those two bearded fat assholes were right. God you know, you know what? You know what would, be f- what would be more knowledgeable for him to learn is that, sure, you're funnier when you're fat, not skinny, but you don't have to go get fat to be funnier. You can just be funnier and be thin. Just yeah. work at it. You'll never be a Seth Rogen, but, you know, hey, dreams. Dreams. They're, they're for everybody. I mean, I'm waiting for the next uh, Get Him to the Greek movie, because there's rumors that there's another one coming out. And I'm wondering if he's going to be the same guy or another guy. Like, that's the only thing I didn't like about those movies, where it was like, Jonah Hill's in both of them, but he's two different people. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still... Russell Brand's character is still the same, and, you know, referencing... It's kind of like... Oh, well, why not just reference that you have a cousin or something that looks like you or something, you know? Yeah, don't, don't fucking not do that. It's just weird. Yeah, but people don't think that shit through, and that's the problem. Oh, hey. Look at that. Yeah, we st- we stumbled through it. Wow. Shit. It'll get better as we go. Yeah. Well, I'll get better at storytelling. I promise. Yeah. But that was spoilers. That was the watch. It was, I thought it was a great movie. And uh, I'm going to give it three and a half stars. Three and a half? Really? Three and a half out of five stars. Don't you think you're being a little bit generous? No. Hmm? I think it was a really good comedy. I mean, with the in light of The Dark Knight, I think it was a good movie that people can just go laugh at and not... 
I would just go see Ted again. Worry about getting shot? I mean, it's true. Like we said, Ted set the curve for the comedies. But, I mean, you've seen it once. I mean, how many... I mean, sure, you could watch a thousand Family Guy repeats. But, I mean, when you pay $10, $12 for a movie, it's oh, kind of... it's not even kinda, expensive anymore. I'd like to see one that I haven't seen. Eh. Maybe well, something I, new. Well, then I would go see something that I hadn't seen and go sneak into Ted. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go to the right theaters. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Damn right. Just putting that out there. Anywho. Just saying. Let's go to the drive-ins. See two movies for the price of one. I hate the drive-ins. Technically three if you save for the first one replayed again. <laughs> That'd be good. Maybe. Because then you get to see Ted. Then you see something else. Then you get to see Ted again. If it could go Avengers, Ted, Avengers, I'd be happy. I could do that. As long as it's not the stupid new Hobbit movie. That's going to be three fucking movies long again. Even though the first book wasn't three movies. Or, I mean, three books. It's... He's trying to fucking beat George Lucas. He's trying to beat... He's not going to. I know he isn't, but... It's going to be another fucking three movies of walking. And then Kevin Smith will make fun of it. I mean, hopefully (laughs) maybe they'll run or something. No, they won't run. Maybe they'll be smart and use the bird... Wait. Maybe they'll have a river and they can, like, raft. (laughs) Something besides walking. Yeah, yeah, anything besides walking. I'm just sick of... I haven't even seen any of those fucking movies. I fell asleep when I went to go see one of those fucking movies. I don't the Whatever the fuck Towers one was. I fell asleep during that shit, ten minutes in, and I'm proud of that. And I slept the whole time. But, uh, go see The Watch. It's a good comedy to escape from reality and just get into... Be okay with shooting aliens, because everyone hates aliens. I mean, it's not people dying, so if you're all wigged out because of the Dark Knight Massacre, go see The Watch, enjoy aliens, getting shot up, because everyone's cool with aliens coming down to blow us up, so we gotta take them out and shoot them. Yeah. Why do aliens always gotta come and fuck with us? I mean, only nice ones were E.T. And why don't we ever experience it? Why do we have to watch it in these newsreels and shit? Why can't we just, like, see the aliens in real life? Like, why the hell don't we see them? Because there are no aliens. They're really aliens. Don't you start Maybe billions and billions and other life systems away. You need to believe. (laughs) Just saying. The Force is with you. Damn right. Damn right. In a galaxy far, far away, even though it's based on this galaxy. Kind of, yes. That doesn't really make sense to me. Hey. That's the only thing I never liked about that. It's the galaxy, galaxy far away, but like, what? We don't knock. Friggin' Which one was Earth? Corellia. Corellia is Earth? It's not is Earth. It's a different star system, but it's it's based around the same style as Earth kind of a thing. That's basically would be Earth in that galaxy kind of a thing. Don't knock the wars. I'm not. I'm just saying. I never got that part. Because they even said that they based the planets off of our solar system. But it's not our solar system. And see, the dogs agree with me. Fuck you. They don't agree with you. They They agree with me. So, anywho. Alright, go see it. Go see your movies. Tell us what movies you like. Yeah. And yeah. Hit up our Twitters and all that shit. Talk to us. We love you all. Kind of. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's a wrap. We good? All right. Cut.